0: Al-Bayan Radio presents The Life of Prophet Muhammad, Peace Be Upon Him Presented by Nidal Ayyubi Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Assalatu wassalamu ala wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man Welcome back to our Sira classes where we are discussing the Meccan stage and we are currently discussing the persecution of the believers in Mecca. Someone from the, the, the more noble of society who was punished by his family was Uthman bin Affan anh, from the strong beni Umayyah tribe. It's mentioned that his uncle tied him up, wrapped him up in a mat of palm leaves and set fire under him. Also from those who were more noble and lived a, a life of luxury was Mus'ab bin Umayyah who, who, who they said was the most spoiled kid in Mecca. He had it all, comfort, the best clothing, the best perfume. When he became Muslim, his privileged lifestyle, gone, finished. His mother boycotted him, basically. His mother refused to give him even food and drink and kicked him out of her house. He was also brutally tortured, but he continued to strive and sacrifice until Allah honored him with the greatest honor when he was martyred at the Battle of Uhud. But he had nothing, didn't have much to even cover his own body and his shroud, But who's the winner? Peace. He, he is the winner. And later on, we'll speak about how he was martyred in the path of Allah. Even Abu Bakr, after giving a sermon, and it's mentioned that he was the first person to deliver a sermon from this nation while the Prophet remained seated, they became enraged and charged towards Abu Bakr, who was trampled upon and beaten severely. Utbah bin Rabi'ah, he used his own shoes to strike Abu Bakr viciously. And another, and this is the final incident for today, Khabbab. He was a blacksmith in Mecca and he had no one to protect him. He was tortured with his own tools. He would be branded and burnt with his own tools because he was a blacksmith with the heated iron. They would also heat stones in the fire, place the stones on the ground and make him lie on them. The weak Muslims began to suffer more and more at the hands of these kuffar, enemies of Allah, Khabab went to the Prophet ﷺ and said, Will you not ask for help for us? Will you not invoke Allah for us? Prophet face turned red. And he said, Among those who came before you, a man would have a pit dug for him in the ground, he would be placed inside of it, and then a saw would be brought and placed over his head, and then he would be split into two. Yet, that did not turn him away from his religion. What is beneath his flesh in terms of bone and nerve would be combed off with combs of iron, yet that did not deter him from his religion. Prophet continued to say, By Allah, he will indeed complete this matter, meaning he will make Islam supreme, until a rider will travel from Sinai to Hadramaut, and fi no one but Allah, or a wolf upon his sheep, that indeed you are hasty, meaning for matters to improve before the appointed time comes to happen, as is mentioned in Sahih al-Bukhari. So from these incidents, we learn the following, my dear brothers, and we'll finish with this. Number one, as the Prophet teaches us, to follow the way of the previous prophets and messengers and their followers in terms of how they put up with the persecution and punishment in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As long as in the path of Allah, you are the winner. Secondly, to not be attracted to this world and not to be deceived by the material pleasures, which sadly most of the people today, especially from the Muslims that we see, are drowning in. Drowning in materialistic pleasures and delights. What should we do, my dear brothers, is attach our hearts to Allah. Attach our hearts to Allah has prepared for us in the Jannah, in terms of reward and everlasting bliss and enjoyment. Also, we have to be positive about the future. Don't be always pessimistic and negative. Know that a victory will come to Islam to the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No doubt about it. But the question is, are we going to be part of the victory? Or are we going to be part of the reasons why the ummah is failing? Because we are not practicing Islam in the correct and complete manner. So be positive about the future. Know that Allah will make Islam reign supreme in this world and humiliate the wrongdoers and criminals. Now, The final point is there were other Muslims who suffered at the hands of Quraysh, but they remained firm despite all the ill treatment they got from their fathers and their relatives. A lot of times it was their own fathers, their own relatives who were punishing them. They stood firm to Islam. So no matter what comes our way, we have to stick firm to Islam, my dear brothers. For the cause of Allah, they were willing to sacrifice anything. Likewise, we have to as well sacrifice. Even if it's from worldly pleasures, worldly comforts, They enjoyed a lot of worldly comforts and pleasures before they entered Islam, like Musa ibn Umair. But they gave it up, why? Because their heart was attached to Allah and the reward of the next life. They had Jannah right here. If you have Jannah right here, if you have Allah right here, you see it right in front of your eyes. What does this world mean to you? Nothing. We're all gonna live what, 67 years, the average lifespan, then it's over. What's gonna go in your grave with you? Your good deeds, what you have done for the sake of Allah. Many Muslim women were also punished apart from Sumayah, such as the sister of uh, Amr, Fatima, such as Labiba, and other than them, they also were punished, عنهم, but they also stood firm. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Al Sunnah wal Jama'ah.